You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of July 1, 2018, episode 85. From the City by the Sailor Sea, I am AJ Barce. And whether you like it or not, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, one thing you should know by now about AJ and me is that we put our money and our time where our mouth is. Last episode, we talked about getting out of the house for social activities around town. Now we're talking about getting out of the house and hiking around. Even if you got a youngin' with a stroller, or you're one of our respected elders with a walker, we got you covered. It's the Urban Hikers Grand Tour next on the Bellingham Podcast. It's the Grand Tour. Le, le, le Grand Tour. Le Grand Tour. How you doing, Chris? Not bad. I'm rocking with Doc. And how about you, AJ? Uh, not too bad. Happy Wednesday. Well, oh, wait, wait, AJ, hang on one second. This just in. We have an announcement about the Bellingham Podcast and how it's been uh, upgraded in uh, in its broadcasting empire. Oh, over to you, AJ. Oh, well, uh, yes, yes, from the <laughs> from the Bellingham uh, Raking News Desk. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you may be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. Low power. Community radio here locally or on your iTunes and Stitcher and Spreaker and all of those other ones. Or you might be listening to us in your car, one of those cool connected cars, through the iHeartRadio app. Hi, iHeartRadio. Hi, iHeartRadio. So, basically, if you're key- keeping a uh, bingo list, we are on all of the major podcast channel whatever distribution networks that you want to say except for one now it starts with an s spotify yeah. uh yeah so we we've got everybody except for spotify and uh yeah i'm, I'm talking to you spotify hi spotify <laughs> we'd love to be available to you in your search uh box yes yeah, spotify editorial team please shoot us a t- uh, tweet at hashtag beham podcast uh no so it's really cool news because um not all podcasts get accepted into certain uh, channels. Matter of fact, ours, uh, if you search Bellingham and iHeartRadio, we're the only show that shows up. Woo-hoo. So thank you, iHeartRadio. And this was a breaking news announcement from the Bellingham Podcast News Desk. <laughs> Back to our originally scheduled program. Let's talk about hiking, shall hiking. we? Yes. So um, my lovely wife and I uh, have a summer plan. Uh, in which on weekends we are planning on going hiking. And I'm not talking about uh, roaming the uh, arterials of Bellis Fair Mall. <laughs> We're going h- hiking uh, <laughs> to where she r- really wants to enjoy Mount Baker going up 542. That's a state route or truck route for y'all playing at home. Uh, this past weekend, Let's start off with a bang, shall we? Yes. Uh, w- before you hit the top of Mount Baker, as you pass through Deming and go through Glacier, uh, you're going to encounter the Hannigan Park, Hannigan, Hannigan Pass and Peak, uh, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's, a, it's a trail that uh, has a little bit of a parking lot. And unfortunately, there was a washout, so people were parking on the streets when we did this. Um, taking a quote from the uh, WTA Washington Trails Association website to discuss what my wife and I did this past weekend. The first couple of miles have a very gentle grade, it did. Enjoy views of Mount Seferit and the Nooksack Ridge, as well as the sounds of Ruth Creek running below. It had wonderful white noise, kind of like what I fall asleep to when I take a nap. The grade increases. Oh, yeah, it did. 
around mile three, launching into switchbacks at Hannigan Pass Camp, which continue all the way up to Hannigan Pass. The trail up to Hannigan Peak begins with a steadily graded switchbacks that weave through the forest and beautiful alpine meadows with views of Ruth Mountain that improve as you climb. And climb we did. With 1,000 feet of elevation gain in just <laughs> over a mile. God help me. This is by far the biggest path of the hike. I included some uh, of my own editorializations in that quote. Yeah, we went straight the heck up. <laughs> and uh, so I, I'm over 200 pounds. I'm about an eighth of a ton as far as body weight. And my wife, my wife is not. Uh, she is much slimmer than me. And uh, I was gassed. <laughs> I couldn't even make it to the peak because that's, boy, howdy, the view, I'm sure, I'll take their word for it, is spectacular. But on a warm weekend afternoon, I got I got destroyed up on that trail. I, I'm just not, I don't have hiker legs. <laughs> so you're not a mountain goat? No, I'm not. <laughs> um, Props, dude. How was, that, how was that hike? It was bad. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Um, no, I had a t Hannigan Pass. It's got. It, I used this analogy earlier. It's like I've been playing t-ball for a while, going on some of our trails Jaunt. around jaunts around Bellingham, and I just went into the on deck, uh, or I just went into the batter's box in Safeco Field to play for the Mariners. <laughs> um, so yeah, got my butt kicked, but we got outside. Yeah. How many how many miles and how many hours did it take you to do it? Uh, well, we, we we agreed that we'd go an hour and a half up and an hour and a half back. So it took us actually an hour and 15 minutes because it goes much faster when you go downhill, <laughs> so I learned. Uh, and going up, yes, it's a beautiful hike. Uh, it's like a one-person, not as manicured trail as what we'd find in the typical urban hiking trails, which is what I've been doing for a while. Uh, but yeah, uh, go ahead and um, laugh at me, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, but for someone who's new to a hike uh, as opposed to a walk, Wow, I got my butt kicked. And so, yes, we're going to be doing this all summer, my wife and me. And so uh, I think we're going to hit like Nooksack Falls next. Nice. More field reports from yeah. uh, the Mountain Goat. Uh, <laughs> Stay tuned to this podcast for further developments. <laughs> anyway, let's talk <laughs> more that, about hiking. But that's really cool. So so the way this, this topic came about is that Chris was telling me the story off the mic and I was losing it, uh, which is, dude, seriously, props for doing that because you, you are not a... <laughs> hiker yeah but for you to do that is skookum well dude. you know it's, you get, in, in, there's a, there's a uh, saying out there that I've uh, got a little bit of a patch a morale patch on my backpack for it's called embrace the, the suck. suck yeah embrace yeah. the suck so anyway um, my I don't want my wife if she's listening I think she listens to our show I would hope so she's one of the what four that do listen to us hi Chris's wife there you go um, I hope she's not discouraged by me talking about this but I was a little Thor afterwards <laughs> uh, but yeah it was cool beautiful scenery uh, it, 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 it made her very happy Therefore, that was a good thing. And we had a memory and took lots of pictures on my uh, phone that I had with me. Cool. So hopefully, and, and then our end game, if you will, for, with all these hikes. Yeah. To see there's a reason to the for the season. There's meaning. Yes. Uh, we are taking pictures on our phone and we're getting some frames to be able to put some beautiful pictures on one of the walls in our house in a little bit of a theme, like this summer we're going on hikes and this is the beauty of Whatcom County and mountains and crap that we got around <laughs> here. AJ, talk to us some more about uh, what we can learn about in hiking around this area. So as I was saying, Chris told me the story and I was losing it. And it made me realize there that for some of you who are listening, if you are new to hiking and you're not a mountain goat, 
you might want to do some research before you go out because, you know... Words of wisdom right there, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Because uh, there are certain trails around here that uh, can be deceptive, and it, it's it's best to check with a community of people to that, that have either been there or, in the case like you mentioned, there was a washout. Like, there's a lot of trails that may be closed for the season or closed for repair. You know, if you're new to hiking or if you're getting back into hiking, because if you are a new parent and you miss the great outdoors, where can you go when you have a toddler who can't, you know, run a ridge with you because they'll toddle off and, you know, go into a ravine? You don't want that type of stuff. Or if you are uh, one of our respected elders, Mm -hmm. as I want to refer to them, and you want to just get out and enjoy some of the beautiful weather, you're, you're, you may have some mobility issues. Yeah. Uh, where can you go that doesn't involve uh, twisting ankles and uh, going on potential cliffs without barriers by them? Yeah. Let's get you covered with some uh, reasonable, family-friendly, accessible areas. So this is this is the reason why we call it the Urban Hikers Grand Tour. These are the T-ball leagues leading up to if you 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 know gradually building up to bigger and bigger uh, trails and, and hikes. If you don't know about this already, if you're in the state of Washington, there is the WTA. No, that is not our transit authority here in Whatcom. It stands for the Washington Trails Association. Uh, the WTA, this specific one, began in 1966 as Signpost Magazine, as some of you may remember, hmm. uh, and has grown into this big community of hikers and just people promoting our outdoor trails and, and wildlands. Uh, to quote from their website, quote, the voice of hikers of this is the, the voice of hikers of Washington State. We protect hiking trails, wild lands, take volunteers out to maintain the trails. See previous comment about washouts, uh, and promote hiking in, uh, as a healthy, fun, and way to explore the great outdoors. And it's also for the low, low price of this activity is free. You know, if you're paying for a gym membership, as Chris Powell can just attest to, yeah, take on a Hannigan uh, pass and it might, you know, kick your butt more than uh, cleaning. I never said I was a gym rat, nor uh, I'm a power guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, props to all the people. And you're a hiker as well. You got no problem doing this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I give you the the, uh, tip of the hat. But for those of you that do combine the beauty that we have in this county and uh, cannot sweat your face off uh, (laughs) from going uphill, uh, good on you. Keep it up because uh, it's one of those free things. You just need a good pair of shoes. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, uh, and a day pack and some, some basic essentials. Matter of fact, you, you just took your normal backpack up. Yeah, I took, I took my backpack with a uh, 64 ounce container of water for my wife and I to share and a a little bit of a jacket just in case, because I wasn't sure if it was going to get cold in the upper elevations. One thing to keep in mind, uh, we had to get a, it wasn't a discovery pass. It was a uh, pass for the Washington Trails that uh, you need to put on your car so that you don't get fined. They do charge uh, admission to be able to park in these areas. Uh, I went to REI before yeah. our hike. I dropped 30 bucks on the annual pass because we're doing this more than once. It's $5 for a day pass. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, it's not free, but it's $5 mm-hmm. to make sure that you're parking you know, uh, in a legit manner in one of these uh, trail parking lots. And there'll be a link in the show notes. All of these are pretty much available at our, your local REI. Yeah, REI's got your hookup over there by Seaholm uh, Hagen. Yeah, but anyway, getting back to the WTA, what's great about this website, WTA.org, is that you can search for trails and see the amount of elevation you may give. And, you know, if, if they say things like a thousand feet of elevation in a mile, that's a really steep thing. Hey, guess, huh, Chris? What, guess what? Little known fact, a thousand feet equals 100 floors. <laughs> 
fun fact. Back to you. Okay. <laughs> so look, don't just look at the length of the trail. So for instance, if you see something that is, I don't know, 10 miles round trip, that means five miles up. Huh, and, Way up. And five miles down. Way down. Uh, especially if that, you know, one leg of it or one fifth of your hike, you're going to be gaining that much elevation. Just keep that in the back of your mind for strenu- uh, for the strenuousness of, of the, the, the track. So anyway, it's a really good resource if you don't know it, and especially if you're here in Washington State, WTA.org. So let's go back to uh, stroller-friendly yeah. and um, walker-friendly trails uh, for everyone involved. So something that I've been looking into because I've been missing my outdoors and gone are my days right now of running ridges. And, uh, you know, I have a little one and I want I want him to uh, appreciate where we live. And because this is a much of part of him and his growing up and, and what he's going to become as it was for his old man. So uh, my wife, uh, gotta love her. She's been doing a lot of play dates and stuff and she stumbled upon this community called hike it baby there you go uh it's also a hashtag on instagram hashtag hike it baby uh i did a little bit of digging because that's what we do come to find out hike it baby is actually a, a non-profit uh one of the things that we always love hike it baby is basically this group of people parents who have these uh, tenets, I think there's four or five of them, and I'll, I'll cover a couple of them in a second. But to pull from their website, Hike It Baby is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to getting new families outdoors and on trails across the United States in, uh, and internationally by hosting hikes and walks for nearly 300 branches, you heard me right, here in the United States and in nine other countries. Since the, the inception in 2003 in good old Portland, sup Portland? Hey, Portland. Uh, they're a growing community of, of 172,000 families, 580 volunteer branch ambassadors, and 5,000 hikes per, get this, month. That's a lot of walking. Yeah. And so for such a young, young profit being established in, in 2013. Anyway, I thought this was a really cool thing. Basically, it's, it's one of those things where if you are... Uh, an avid outdoors person, and then all of a sudden you have a, a family and you miss it. Now you can get with a bunch of people in your area that are like-minded, who you know also are parents. So you know you can keep keep um, the things in mind that families have to do when you have a tot. You know diapers and such, and and having to pause because they have little legs. You know it's a different pace when you have a little one. And so if you've been missing it and you're like, man, I really wish I had. That's the other thing that I found out, like not everybody in my peer group has kids right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm like one of three. That's it. And two of them in the three don't even go out do the outdoors. So we're kind of lonely. So if you if you've been if you fall within that demographic, take a look at hikeitbaby.com. Um, and it's pretty much uh, from what I understand, majority of their events are free. Yep. Um, you can donate. I think their donation minimums like ten dollars a year. That's reasonable. Um, yeah, like I said, they're really, uh, really family centric. Those four or five tenets that they kind of base on um, are very much akin to the outdoors, respecting nature and using uh, leave no trace ethics. They they do have like a welcome circle of introductions, so that even if you're not familiar with the outdoors, you know they kind of embrace any walk of life to 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 you know join them in their thing. Leave no no um, family behind. Again, like they believe that you know they welcome all fitness levels, and they're very embracing. They even have a judgment free zone tenant, which I thought was kind of nice. You know, they're they are all inclusive. They're friendly. They they're trying to be open because the more people that 
you know, embrace the outdoors and get out. One, you have healthier families. And two, we have a healthier outdoors. Absolutely. You know, I'm looking at the website. Earlier you mentioned there's about 300 branches across the United States. Um, I did a little bit of checking to see if there's one around Bellingham. And so if you navigate the website, you'll go by country and then state. Uh, you won't see one for Bellingham. You'll see a lot of cities, but you will see one that says Whatcom. So ah. look for the Whatcom County um Hike a baby group. It'll probably require a member, uh, like sign in with an online account. But after that, you should have all the information at your fingertips for upcoming events for that. Yeah. It's really a good cause. So, speaking of uh, Whatcom and signing in, you might be signing in to us, uh, listening to us, maybe mobile or uh, in a backcountry or in a car. But it doesn't matter. We're over the airways because we're on KMRE 102.3 FM. Low power. Hike it radio. Here That's in right. The, <laughs> here in the urban city of subdued excitement and outdoors goodness. Yes. I tried to blend that one. Sorry. It, it worked work. out. We're working it out. So so that that's a community for for helping people get uh, out and about. Um, let's let's look around uh, here in 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 Bellingham and and Wacom uh, outlying areas. Chris, where would you want to start if you had somebody who uh, was in the T-ball leagues of of walking, hiking, and trying to get outside? Yeah, so, so my my wife uh, is an avid hiker. She enjoys uh, all kinds, and so you know I don't want to call this white belt to black belt like in uh, martial arts kind of speak. But here's some here's some introductory courses so that you don't get bombed like I did. Uh, around town, we've got a, a couple available for you now. If you if you know Cordata Parkway. Cordata Parkway is uh, kind of parallels Meridian Street in a lot of ways. It's by Whatcom Community College. It's kind of behind uh, that tech big box store that I don't want, really want to name. The one with blue and yellow? Yeah, the one. That you, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, if you take Cordata Parkway, you're going to encounter Horton Road. Now, there's also a stoplight off of Meridian on Horton Way, I believe. Take a left, head west on Horton Way. You'll end up in a little bit of a roundabout. Park there with your vehicle. And... You have about maybe less than a mile of this beautiful Cordata Park Trail. It's it, you're among the trees. You got a nicely manicured, somewhat flat uh, uh, tra trail uh, in which you can take a stroller. Go for it, it's great. They got some bridges, perfect for the kids to like look around and wonder at all the cool uh, stuff. It's between and if you go uh, one way, it'll end you. Uh, up around the uh, Tremont area of a whole lot of subdivision of houses. If you go the other way, you'll end up on June Road, which is a new development of a lot of houses uh, by Birchwood Elementary off of Aldrich, Aldrich Street. So that's kind of in the North Bellingham area. Uh, another one that my wife and I always enjoy because we live nearby is the Northridge Park Trail. It's uh, pretty much you got a half hour walk where no matter what route you take, uh, you could uh, take your stroller uh, and, and uh, work your way around. Lots of beautiful scenery. You're among the quiet of trees. It's really a nice, pleasant area up on Barkley Hill. So, uh, to, And we have uh, links in the show notes. Drink. Uh, so <laughs> for information, should you be interested in that. But up on Barkley Hill, you got a whole lot of wonderful half-hour uh, jaunts that you can take. And then South Bellingham is Arroyo Park uh, with miles of beautiful 
how else can you describe it? It's just beautiful uh, with inclines and declines. So if you are one of our respected elders, you're going to want to be able to um, you know, gauge this accordingly. But uh, once you pl- plow through it, you get some beautiful views of Chuckanut Bay. Yeah. And uh, who wouldn't enjoy that? So you got Cordata Park Trail, North Bellingham, Northridge Park Trail up on the hill uh, and a Royal Park kind of in South Bellingham here in 9225, 6, 7, and 9. And I think, I think the way that you did those are pretty much in levels of like uh, easiness. Yeah. Like, you know, Cordata, you know, pretty much, I would even say that's probably wheelchair friendly. Yes. You know, um, elderly friendly, stroller friendly. Northridge, I, I've taken a, 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 a stroller on it. Make sure you have one of the big burly uh, wheeled ones, yes. not the little um, uh, uh, umbrella stand looking ones. Not going to be good on that trail. Pretty much. Uh, but, uh, and then Arroyo, I would not try to take a stroller on that thing. You know, that's a really good point. Yeah. Uh, I guess, I guess if you're looking for a little mid range for Arroyo Park, that's a very good point, yeah. AJ. So uh, why don't we do this? Let's sub out Arroyo Park for the introductory trails and let's throw in Squalicum Park. Okay. That works too. Because that's a nice little loop. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Squalicum, uh, Park Way. You're going to see this big park with some, uh, softball fields, baseball fields, uh, over, you know, on the side, but they'll have a nice walking trail. There will be an incline in one aspect of it, but that should be a really good one for being able to be stroller, totally. walker friendly. Totally, totally. Well, no, like I said, I, I think a Royal Park is a good one for, especially if you, if, if you are trying to uh, increase your endurance because yes. they, there are some, some hefty parts. All right. So on my side of things, I'm going to start out just with this um, helpful tip for new parents and you're looking for playgrounds. There's a really cool park, if you haven't been up to it, to our neighbors to the north up in Ferndale called Star Park. Oh, yeah. Now, Star Park is this Goliath, and I mean Goliath, 12,000 square foot Goliath of a kiddo park. It's broken into two areas. You've got kind of uh, the, the bigger kids and the tots area. And they're, the playgrounds are, are designed specifically for those demographics. What's cool about this is if you haven't seen the story, I put a link in the show notes of uh, uh, City of Ferndale Public Works putting this on. You know, there was over 8,000 of hours put into building this. Lots of volunteers contributed yeah. to this. 2,000 donors. Uh, and it's really cool because this playground is the epitome of a Pacific Northwest playground. They've got a climbing wall. They've got, you know, the standard jungle gym slides and stuff. They have a, a little ferry, like a ferry, like a ferry boat where a kiddo can go on and it kind of sways back and forth so they can practice balance. It's really a- an active, intensive kids park as opposed to a playground. You know, this thing is really a cool training ground for, for your, your kiddo if, if you, if you want to have them have a lot of wide range of activities. And it's in the show notes. Now, back to easy strolling. Yes. Also in Ferndale, because I was going north because I knew you would go south and of central. Course. So I went north. And uh, up in Ferndale next to Hovander Park, instead of hanging that right, if you were to go straight, you go to Tenet Lake. Now, Tenet Lake, when you first pull up there, uh, it's kind of a hidden gem for a lot of Bellinghamsters because, you know, we most of us will go up for Hovander Park and, and especially during the summer. If you go to Tenet Lake, there's a there is what's called the Fragrance Gardens. And what's cool about this area all the way out to uh, the, the the marsh part of the, the lake, and I'll get to that in a second, there's a viewing tower. This was built with accessibility in mind. Mm-hmm. So it was designed from the ground up for being able to get people of all walks of life to be able to stroll and experience the outdoors with a sensory garden. They have some, I can't remember what they said, some 200 different uh, aromatic um, species of 
nostril goodness. Yes. Um, I, I did not know how, there's something called Egyptian oregano. There is, and you can you you can rub them in your fingers. You can smell them, and it's easy going. If you're an elder, if you have a stroller, if you have a kiddo that is you know totally hopped up on sugar, take them there. <laughs> Uh, and let them experience what these plants can smell like. Since it's since it's a little bit of a, a hidden gem, uh, tenant with two N's, yes. T-E-N-N-A-N-T, like in your Maps app, yes. and they'll take you straight to it. Yes. And once you're there, there so that's there's kind of three sections. There's the, the Fragrance Garden. Cool. Then they have this cool viewing tower. It's this old looking viewing tower that you go up on top and you have these great views. What's cool about this is if you uh, have accessibility needs, and you uh, let's say you're in a wheelchair or if you're an elder elder and you can't really take stairs anymore on the bottom floor they have a viewing cam that you can control it has a a pan tilt zoom camera so you can get the view through that uh, experience down below which is really cool awesome Uh, and then lastly is the wetlands the the marshy area around tenant lake what's cool about this is there is this like hidden boardwalk network that goes out into the 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 tule weeds and and lilies and you can experience if you're a bird watcher you'll see really cool birds out there your kids will absolutely love all of the cool water bugs that go scurrying about and stuff all for the low low price again for free just go out park there's no parking pass required it's a ferndale park it's just really cool so if you haven't done tenant lake that is a really cool just easy day a stroll, regardless of if you're an elder or if you have a stroller or you have a tot that is hopped up onto mini Cheerios. Yeah, we we my wife and I took a walk uh, in Tenant Lake um, around that kind of hidden boardwalk pathway. Mm-hmm. It's a maze. It's yeah, kind it of entertaining just to see because you got the you got the little viewing uh, thing as a kind of a. Um, uh, lighthouse yes, that you're yes. kind of navigating around and like, I'm going far away. I want to go there. Oh, wait, it, it takes this turn. It's kind of entertaining to just try to find your way around. Not l- unlike a corn maze. In <laughs> yeah, some yeah, aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you're walking on water, which is really cool. If I may, yeah. Uh, before you go to you your may. last one, uh, proceed number one. Let's go to Star Park in Ferndale. Yes. Uh, is this? How would you rate this compared to the Million Smiles Park in Linden? Uh, million, it's, it's comparable. Um, okay. so I've been to million smiles as well up uh-huh. in Linden. Uh, and the, so million smiles is near the water. That's my only yes. concern. So if you have little, little ones, you have to keep an eye on them. Oh, yeah. This thing, like basically there is one entrance, one exit like that. You, you put, you corral them in there. Um, I think star park is newer. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, so, it is. but yeah, similar, uh, very like, ex, uh, experiential kinesiology centric playground, as opposed to just, it's a jungle gym and swing. There you go. So folks in Linden, if you want to try something different than the million smiles, head over to Ferndale and then Star Park's got you covered. Yep. What's the, what's the other one you got? So my last one is for um, the more avid adventurer. Uh, this is one that I just recently went on and it's one that I've been dying to do. And surprisingly, my wife and I had not done it up until we had a child. So our island neighbor to the South mm-hmm. Whidbey Island. If you're familiar with Coopville area, um, which if you're not, you should. It's an awesome. See previous episodes. I think we did it as a you know weekend extravaganza trip. Yes. What's cool is is that that area is called EB's Landing, and there is this awesome photo op bluff that looks straight out of uh it's been ripped out of like ireland like it is a awesome bluff with a beach etc you do have to have a washington state discovery pass to to park there but you can just tule about right there at the beach and uh, view this beautiful bluff so that's kind of your white belt area the second area is if you park um instead of on the beach if you park in the actual parking lot there's a trail system that goes up to the bluff And I think that jaunt is like a two mile and it's a fairly good grade. 
The option C of this is park up above near the old cemetery so that you don't have to do that, that first initial incline. You'll be greeted with a uh, very nice compact like um, island mud type of trail uh, and you'll be able to easily just jaunt out there, even push a stroller. It's a bit of a huff. I did do it with a stroller um, and it's... Yeah, I have the big burly wheel stroller and it had a hard time on this thing. Okay, so you may want to either pack your kid or have your kid walk, which my toddler did. And then from there, you can hook a, um, a right and head up to the bluff. And I believe if you actually round the bluff, there's actually a hidden uh, a hidden lake up there. We didn't go that far because we had a cutoff point as well because um, uh, it was beaming sun and I didn't want my kiddo to get you know totally burnt. Good idea. So, but regardless, I think the whole grand tour of that uh, from either from from the ocean to the lake and back, I think is round trip, maybe six miles. So it's an it's an easy leveling experience depending on where you want to be. If you want to be fairly flat, stay with the sands. If you want to do a little bit of a, a walk up, you can start from the bottom and get to uh, what's called the bluff junction. Or if you were like me and you have a little one because they can't do that big hill initially, park by the cemetery and then walk out or hike out, hike out to the bluff and then you can hike up to the last little bit. It's a great view. If you if it's a big sunny beaming day, pack lots of sunscreen. Yep, please. Because you are right there at the the, the cliff of the island. You're the, the the ocean is reflecting that sun and I got toasty. Mm, you, you got all crispy, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some some have trees. Some don't. Yes. And some some have water, some, some don't. don't. There you go. So anyway, so that's my last one for the more uh, advantageous, especially gets you onto an island. So that wraps it up for this outdoors edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us wherever you like to listen to us, including iHeartRadio. If you're in the Bellingham area, be sure to tune in to us on Camry 102.3 FM. iHeart Low Power. Community radio here in the heart of the city by that Salish Sea. On that note, Spotify, please get us in. I'm AJ Barce. And I'm Chris Bell. Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. That was fun. That was cool. You know, we we were outside last episode recording. Now we're inside recording about to be an outside. I know. I know. That was my mistake. That is all good. <laughs>